You are now listening to Christine's Corner, experiences and perspectives from a full-time Christian mom, homeschooler of seven children, and a small business owner. Welcome to Dimple Times Radio. I'm Christine, and this is Christine's Corner. I invite you to sit back and listen as over the next hour we will be sharing short stories, reading poetry, sharing Bible verses, and sharing a song of the week, all surrounded by a mix of contemporary Christian music from the 70s and 80s. The story for today is Turn Your Frown Upside Down. When Jimmy was little, he never wanted to get his picture taken. He tried, We tried all kinds of things to successfully get his picture. It was like he had read the Calvin and Hobbes comic strip where Calvin always makes some kind of funny face or anything other than a smile. It almost almost seemed like whenever we would say smile, he heard something else, frown, pout, cry, be grumpy, or make a silly face because he never seemed to cooperate at picture time. Eventually, we learned a little trick. You kind of learn your, your kids' personalities and different things that work. We found that if we gave him a breath mint or some kind of candy, It would usually turn his frown upside down into a partial smile, or at least something that would distract him enough so we could snap a few photos. So thankfully, we were able to grab some photos of him smiling, but odds are you won't see his teeth because he always had something in his mouth. To this day, he is still a little shy about getting his photo taken. While he may no longer cry, he always makes silly faces or does something funny. I think it's just his way of dealing with cameras the camera-shy personality, I guess. We'll be back at Christine's Corner in a moment for Poetic Pauses. Welcome back to Christine's Corner. This is Christine, and now it's time for Poetic Pauses, a time to relax, refresh, and be renewed with inspirational poetry. Some from Dimple Times authors like myself or Brenda Arledge, or they may be from other poets. The poem today from me is by me, Words Can Be Mean or Have Meaning. It's a homonym poem with words that have the same spelling or pronunciation but different meanings. And you can see this poem on dimpletimes.com if you want to look at it to see the different spellings. Do the things that matter. Don't do them to be seen. Doing things for the right reason should not be as if for a scene. Be the voice of kindness in a world full of mean, but be the one to lend a hand. It could change someone's mean. Show a little compassion to someone who's at the bottom of the tier. Give a little encouragement Maybe it will prevent a tear. Taking no action to be kind when you are the seer can add insult to injury. It can cause a wound to seer. When life has struggles and trials, we tend to question the wise. Sometimes our struggles and our trials teach us to be wise. Sometimes our words can be mean, especially if they are hard as nice. Sometimes our words can have meaning. You see more results when you are nice. The next poem is from John Newton, or by John Newton. It's titled, Is This 
thy kindness to thy friend, Christ our Redeemer and friend. Poor, weak, and worthless though I am, I have a rich, almighty friend. Jesus the Savior is his name. He freely loves and without end. He ransomed me from hell with blood, and by his power my foes controlled. He found me wandering far from God and brought me to his chosen fold. He cheers my heart, my wants supplies, and says that I shall shortly be enthroned with him above the skies. Oh, what a friend is Christ to me. And ah, I most in most spirit mourns, and while my eyes with tears may swim, to think of my perverse returns, I've been a faithless friend to him. Often my gracious friend I grieve, neglect, distrust, and disobey, and often Satan's lies believe, sooner than all my friend can say. He bids me always freely come, and promises whate'er I ask, but I am straightened, cold and dumb, and count my privilege a task. Before the world that hates his course, my treacherous heart has throbbed with shame. Loth to forgo the world's applause, I hardly dare avow his name. Sure were not I most vile and base, I could not thus my friend requite, and were not he the God of grace, he'd frown and spurn me from his sight. You can read more poetry in each print edition of Dimple Times newspaper or online at dimpletimes.com. If you have a poem that you you wrote and would like to have us read or share your poem on our website, please send it to goodnews at dimpletimes.com. We'll be back in a moment. Hi, this is Christine with Christine's Corner, and I'm excited to have, we have a guest with us today from In the Garden with Rick, and he's going to read one of the poems. Sometimes he reads poems during his segment, and we're going to have him read a poem for us. Well, thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm excited about your show, and I'm, I'm grateful to be your guest. It's good to have you. Recently, I talked about fireflies and and in my garden show, and I found this poem, and, and we a lot of times we associate lightning bugs with kids and childhood, and I thought just this poem, it's by Ernestine Northover, and I thought it just captured the magic of fireflies. A lake softly shimmering in the evening sunset glow, fireflies are dancing above it, moving swiftly to and fro, like a shower of confetti They gyrate in a swirling mass, hovering over the surface, light humming as they pass. Sparkles of light flickering while they quickly skim advancing across the water, each one striving to fulfill the art of prancing. As if in one mad moment, held fast in in a romantic trance, they become totally mesmerized by the magic of the dance. With all these fireflies parading, They are such a wondrous sight. Their grand display becomes a vision of absolute delight. Thousands of them have gathered to join in this vast array, each one glittering with luminosity at the ending of the day. Doesn't that that capture kind of the magic of the the fireflies? Yeah, I really liked hearing that. Uh, And I could see how you would think it actually almost is is through the perception of a child, some of the things a child would see in that. Uh, description of it. I think this Ernest 
Northover writes poems for children. I think this is a poem that, that she wrote specifically for children. Well, I thank you for reading that poem for us today. And you can learn more about Rick at dimpletimes.com. You can see some of his articles there. And you can hear his podcast on anchor.fm or on our radio station. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's, it's, been, it's been an honor. Thank you. Thank you. will be something new that I'm adding and it's something I'm very passionate about. I have homeschooled all my children but we will talk about that more starting next week. Now is the part of the show where we share encouraging Bible verses including my favorite Bible verse Joshua 1 9. Have not I commanded thee be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid neither be thou dismayed for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. The verse of the week I would like to share with you is Psalm 91.5. I'm sorry, Psalm 91.4. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. He shall be thy shield and thy buckler. My verses of the last few weeks have all been from Psalm 91, and that is also known as the protection psalm. And I just wanted to share a little um, interesting fact Uh, I actually have a book that has all kinds of stories from true life situations where people have witnessed the protection of using the protection psalm in their life. Um, The one that goes with this Bible verse mentioned how a hawk was flying over and someone was watching uh, her chickens and the hen, the mother hen, instead of going running to her chicks, she spread her wings out and just started clucking And all her chicks started running to her and gathering under her wings. And she enfolded them under her wings, knowing that that hawk would have to go through her to get to her chicks. And I think as a mother, I can totally understand that. I would do anything to protect my kids. And they know that they would be protected by me as much as within my power. But God is the same way. And if we go to him, and a lot of people have used the protection psalm and prayed it over their lives as a protection. Our 70s or 80s song of the week is People in a Box from 1985 album Jump to Conclusions. It is sung by Bob and Jane Farrell, also known as Farrell and Farrell. Bob and Jane met in high school in 1967, the year my husband was born. They both became Christians in 1971, the year I was born. In the 70s, during the Jesus movement, the seeds were planted for what would eventually be known as Farrell and Farrell. They released the Farrell and Farrell album in 1977. One of their box, one of their number one songs was "People in a Box," and it actually has some very interesting lyrics, somewhat humorous lyrics as well. It actually fits well with some of the things some of us may feel today. You may have heard others say the comment that history repeats itself. Well, you can apply this song today as well. If you are listening to this on our Dimple Times Radio, where you're getting ready to play for that play that song for you in a moment. 
If you're listening to our podcast on dimpletimes.com or on anchor FM slash dimple times, we encourage you to search for the song and listen to it online. Thanks again for listening to Christine's Corner on Dimple Times Radio, and may, your, you, and may you and your loved ones have a blessed day. Thank you so much for listening to Christine's Corner. Read more stories and poetry at dimpletimes.com or pick up the newspaper print edition at rack locations in Fairfield, Fayette, Pickaway, and Ross Counties.